And it was like an attic. So literally oh my the God. heat was like 110 degrees and it was 80 outside and summer was it, stuck in there. It was super stuck. Like the wall, like even if you touch the wall, like the walls were hot. That was a Nicole line, but that was for one, a true Nicoleism. This is Byron Lazine and Nicole White, and you are tuned into episode 79 of The Real Word. Word is up. The word is up. We are, if you listened to last week's episode, we were a little disappointed. I was a little disappointed, actually. Well, we just I think you were disappointed in me. No. Oh. No. No. I know what to expect with you. I have no disappointments whatsoever. Oh, that's fine. You know? Thank you. No, you were prepared. We were both prepared. Uh, to review those three podcasts, I just didn't think it had the the real word punch. The rackets no. really, yeah, uh, lost some sizzle. Yeah, we tried. I mean, we tried. Yeah. We gave a few people some shout outs. We will give some shout outs again. We are going to continue to do this leading up to the Inman Innovators Award, but Have we're going to do it yet? a little bit differently. Like, what's um, the scoop? I'm we're so in. We're coming. Don't worry. I'm kind of waiting for you to. We're in. I keep getting messages like, "Are you going? Are you coming? What day are you flying in? What day are you flying out?" You keep getting. <laughs> <laughs> Nicole's I very popular. Do I am? People, what are they? They're waiting to do a little cocktail hour with you? Or <laughs> what's going on? Um, could be. Could be. No, we're going to continue to review everybody. Today, we're just going to do Tom Ferry on the, the third segment mm-hmm. of the show. And then we're going to fit everybody else in in a rapid fire series. We're just not going to s- dedicate a whole show to yeah. it because there's a lot of stuff happening in real world or in real world in the real estate world. Mm-hmm. And, and we want to cover it on the real world. So. Yeah. We're going to get into it with some big news last week. Not surprising news. Uh, I think it was obvious news if you were really tracking their trajectory. But the U.S. market has officially broke purple bricks. Not brick by brick, though. Really just like just tore the whole thing down. They just they, they kind of vacuumed it up. I mean, although it when I watched a, that it wasn't show, even a, it wasn't even a brick. No, it wasn't. It was just it's all gone. I mean, what's like the show with the little pigs? The purple to black brick house, the straw house. Yeah, Three little pigs. Twigs? No. What's the it's other one? Sticks hay. Sticks hay. I was just watching it with Stella. You were. Day. Wow, you participated. So you don't like yeah. so you don't like barbecues, but you'll do the three little pigs? Uh I'll do the three little pigs if if Stella's wants to just, you know, hang out, snuggle up. Yeah. Hmm. Wow. Okay. And the brick house didn't seem to get blown down, but in this example It got sucked up. Purple bricks it's out. is out. So I thought what was interesting was you had some employees. I think these are anonymous employees. We'll link yeah, it up. Yeah, there's no names. There's no names affiliated with any of these employees. We're referring to the Inman article, how the U.S. Uh, broke purple bricks. Former employees sound off. No names, but no. they were really, uh, I'll summarize, but they were talking about the arrogance of purple bricks to assume that what they pulled off in the U.K. market, they were going to be able to pull off here in America if you're unfamiliar with Purple Bricks, obviously it's a flat fee mm-hmm. brokerage, so it's a discount broker. The UK model is completely different, right? Buyer agents don't really get paid uh, unless a buyer is passionate about paying them for their services, mm-hmm. and you have reduced commissions, and you do have a lot of these flat fee marketing, et cetera, models for for sellers. And uh, But the employees made it very clear that this is a different market. Mm-hmm. In fact, they tried to educate the uh, management of Purple Bricks mm-hmm. in the U.S., but 
Uh, Purple Bricks got no support from UK on what the employees were suggesting, mm-hmm. and certainly it fell on, on deaf ears on, on the internal team. Yeah, well, it sounded like what the US team was doing was just running the UK's plan. I mean, I, it, it didn't even really, well, I mean, I wasn't in the company, so I don't really know exactly well, what the going ons were, but you, I mean, it, you're, it's. One employee it's, was th- who was there all the way until May of 2019 from the beginning uh, said, they witnessed many missteps and lack of understanding of the business and U.S. market by the management mm-hmm. team. They didn't take the time to understand how the deals are done, how the business is done right. here in America. A lot of agents have personal connections within their communities. They do a lot for their communities. I think they took that for granted for sure. But it seems like they had an arrogance that they would figure out anything on the fly. There's one employee that references an escrow company that mm-hmm. they they launched mm-hmm. on the fly and they, they thought they would just figure it out. That, to me, is interesting because you have other big companies that are starting things that I think a lot of people are perceiving on the fly, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like changing the model quickly all the right. time. I And I would say, because you know, a lot of people are probably thinking, oh, Zillow, talking about Zillow. I would say Zillow's doing quite the opposite. They're right. doing quite a bit of research, testing certain well, markets. Well, they've been in the market so much longer. I mean, we're talking about a company that came to the U.S. Right. only two years ago. Where they launched in, it was it? Did they launch in San Francisco? They they launched in California, and it sounds like even just from the get go, they expanded to too many cities without really even doing any sort of testing or so that's, it's just that's where i think zillow's different than these these yeah. types of companies and Z- zillow's excuse me not playing the uh um flat fee brokerage discount right. model that they're going out of a much different way and they're doing a lot of testing what i would say i thought of instantly when, when i really heard the news was trey laura and trey laura uh, headquartered in denver i believe they had uh, a CEO who who now has resigned or or moved on or whatever they're calling it in December of 2018. Um, and so there's been some management changes like we saw mm-hmm. with Purple Bricks. But um, this particular CEO, uh, I remember his name, uh, Joshua Hunt. I thought it was Jacob. Joshua Hunt. It was very, I, I heard him at uh, Swanepoel Summit two years ago and he was emphatic mm-hmm. about their discount model almost what some perceived in the audience and i actually spoke with joshua after his panel Mm -hmm. and i liked him and i liked his passion for his product even though i don't love his product i liked him a lot of the people in the audience thought he was extremely arrogant Mm -hmm. and it reminds me of the arrogance that we have now seen purple bricks uh you know fall too right they had hmm. this this level of arrogance that you're calling that this guy out you're calling him out no he's gone uh they're, they're no, I mean, uh, i'm being arrogant no no um, what i'm saying is there was a lot of people in, in you know because when you go to swanapol it's a tight room right you know you're talking of a few hundred people and so there's conversation what do you think of the discussion around trey laura and purple bricks and these type of companies what did you think of what gary keller said right and there's all this analysis and overwhelmingly people thought that Joshua Hunt was arrogant. Mm-hmm. I happened to speak to him after and, and I kind of liked him not to say that I like the product, yeah. but hmm. too many of these flat fee models are saying, I'm going to stand on 
you know, my, what is that called? The soapbox? Soap I'm yeah. gonna stand on my soapbox and say, this is what the consumer wants because they're, everybody's trying to go after the Amazon model. Everyone's trying well, to be Amazon. So I wonder though, on like on like the flip side of that, if you're, if you're recruiting people to join your company, right? And you're, I mean, obviously you're not just pulling it out of your, like your ass or anything, but I mean, wouldn't you want a CEO? Wouldn't you want someone starting these companies? Maybe air, maybe they're not arrogant. No, no. Maybe they, but like you, like they have to stand I want on their them soapbox. To have passion yes. and I want them to stand on their soapbox. Because if I'm going to follow them, I want them, I yeah. want, I want them to know that they believe in their mouth and that like, uh-oh, like I, I'm a little concerned yeah. this week. I mean, then I'd be like, are you what kidding I'm, me? I just ditched oh, my other company and hopped on. Like, I want them to have the blind arrogance that we're going to succeed. But I, I think the arrogance that I'm talking about is the arrogance of what they believe the market actually wants. These companies believe that the overwhelming market wants an Amazon lower price, yeah. put it into a box model, where I think we're finding that's quite the opposite when you really dig into these micro communities yeah. throughout the nation and you actually understand the market and get into the weeds of the market. And Joshua Hunt happens to be a former top real estate agent. Okay, so let's make that clear. He just has a differing opinion mm -hmm. that I don't believe, certainly in the price points that I'm interested in, right? That that consumer wants a discount, one size fits all. Yeah. People in America want and pay for great service. So yeah. when you can provide great service, they will pay a premium. Well, I think the problem here also is, is that I think that a lot of consumers think that, like, it's sort of like uh, Fizbo's, right? Mm -hmm. They think that they that they want the flat fee because it saves them money, but then they get ticked off because they're maybe not getting a phone call or they're not getting the service that they want. And it's like, well, you get what you pay for. Right. So I think that at first people probably realized that, that they wanted the flat fee until they realized what they were then missing because what, they went that route. And what you're not paying for in these services is consulting or high levels of service or concierge, you know, or even great, above and beyond separator marketing. Right. right? You're not getting yeah. there. Yeah, right. Uh, and I do think there's a place for these discount models, but I for think it's sure. going to be similar to how it's always been, which is a very small percentage Absolutely. of the pool right. or a very low-end price point uh, because people have, have to watch um, every single nickel there and right. maybe are willing to take on the part-time job of being uh, their own agent. Right, yes. All right. Bracket the purple bricks is gone. No, is not a racket? racket. No, I think it's obvious. Yeah. So on to the next. It's a racket that they came here to begin with. You think? Yeah. I think it's a racket that it's so moist in this room. All right. Racket number two. Uh, we're going to review a 10 step plan for having a life outside of real estate. Uh, these are 10 ideas for self care. I and think it's super is, appropriate uh, for this Bernice, time of year, Bernice right? Ross. It's like summer. People think that they, you know. So Bernice Ross article on Inman. And I do think it's appropriate. Yeah. Because people are getting the summer the summer love syndrome, you know. Summer what? Summer love. Summer love? What's yeah. that? What's the summer love syndrome? People start falling in love with, you know, people, right? Summer love. Or just, you know, enjoying themselves and oh. vacationing and well. picnicking and partying and 
all these types of things. Well, or they're not. Maybe that's the problem. Maybe they're feeling like they can't pick. Like, I'm feeling like sometimes I can't picnic or I'm not doing a day off. And you'd love to be doing that. I would be. I would love yeah. to, like, have a beach day or, like, a day. But then you're just like, oh, my goodness, do, I can Do can't. some water sliding or. You know, I mean, <laughs> it was the 4th of July. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're just going to run down the list, racket yep. or not. That's okay. how we're going to roll. Yep. Okay. Mm -hmm. Scheduled days off. Not a racket. Not a racket. I agree. You need to have a day off. Even you're starting to take some days off. Absolutely. Or part I agree. of days off. Proud of you, you. You are, you, every single person is a cell phone battery. You need to recharge it yep. in some fashion, right? And so if mm -hmm. days off does it. All mm -hmm. right. Number two, turn off at night. I don't, I think that's a racket. I think if it's a day off, turn off yeah. at night. But I think if you're on, I think too many agents are trying to, to do nine to four shit. If it's a work day, you need to be like working the whole day, which means the nighttime too. Yeah. Uh, number three, dump what is non-essential. I think that that is not a racket. It's just a matter of figuring out what you yeah. can dump, what you, if you have somebody that you feel comfortable dumping it on. I mean, this isn't for real estate agents. This is for everybody. Everybody. Dumping what's non-essential, yeah. like gossip and like, um, reality tv and like all this and like you know watching the news like those are all non-essential things yeah i actually so well I'll, I'll get to it when we get to the next one anyway number four schedule relaxation time mm. if it's at the spa never a racket <laughs> never a racket i schedule relaxation time uh so that's not a racket number five connect with friends only Love if they're it. past clients oh my lord <laughs> Oh my lord! I love connecting with friends. It's yeah. like the only, but I feel like that that's like also super important because all my friends are past clients. Well, so. well, right, I guess. But I'm also like I'm not getting together with my friends so at like homes. Like we're out, so then it ends up being sort of like a social. If you're not a past client, you're probably not a friend. Oh, so we're not friends. I'm not a client. Oh, so we're not I friends. Guess, I, guess, I guess I never thought of it that, that way. Hmm. Yeah, uh -oh. I guess we're not. Wow. I'm gonna go <laughs> stick with that rule. <laughs> um, so funny. Number six, reduce your risk for cancer and heart disease. Um, I mean, and then it goes says obviously. have dinner with your. Hold on, reduce your risk for cancer and heart disease. Have dinner with your family or someone or you, care, someone you about care about at least, at least five, five times, times a week. week. So that reduces. So they're saying that that reduces your heart disease. Heart disease depends on what I'm, you're eating. This is a racket. Skip this number a, six. This is a racket because it doesn't make totally. any sense. I mean, who wants who wants cancer? Do you want heart disease? I mean, if you racket. have dinner five times per week, they with clearly friends needed or loved to ones. squeeze in. They they didn't come. They only came up with nine. Fifty percent heart in a ten. Fewer heart attacks. Bernice, love you. I don't know about 10, this one. Top ten is better than top nine, right? All right, six is a racket. On with if the we next. go to In and Out, which we don't have here in Connecticut, every single day. A week. This is going to increase my heart disease, whether I go with friends and family. Oh, I don't or know. Not. That's not true. I mean, unless you're like ketoing. I don't know. It'd be great with ketoing. Burger King or something. I don't know. Mm. All right. Number seven. Avoid multitasking. Not a racket. Not a racket. I and I'm the worst. I'm oh, constant. I'm triple tasking. Is that? Something? It's impossible to triple task. It's impossible to multitask. You know, if you're doing one thing, and then you start doing another thing. Now yeah. you're doing the other thing. Then you can go back to the other thing. Now you're doing that thing. But then, then you, if you forgot. Go to the other thing, then now you you're forgot doing that about thing. that thing. Oh my god! One thing at a you time. That I'm thing. doing this thing, or I I'm doing that thing. thing. I could do two things at once. No, you're not. You I'm never. Not. You're never. You never. I'm the worst. You can't do. No, we've we have we have that on camera. I can't even hear people if I'm looking at something. Well, else. I don't. I think that 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 you don't like to hear people. I mean, there's a difference. No, I'm putting my focus into something. 
you know? Hmm. I don't know. Trying to get everything I can out of it. Everything you can out of a text. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Eight. Eight. Uh, have a problem. Deal with it now. So eat the frog, right? Is that what they're talking about? Pretty much. Just do it. Just knock things out immediately. That's great advice for a real sage and I think that's just good advice always. for life. Yeah. Yeah. True that. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I, true, I agree with that. You're giving a true that to yeah. that. Yeah. Hmm. Laying it down. Number nine, discover something new at least once a month. Try something you've never tried before. Ugh, that's a racket. That's a racket. Such a racket. Here's why. If you find something that's worth doing, do it every day, right? Like, like I like the gym. I'm trying to do it every single you day. Like the gym? I like the gym. I want to, it makes me feel good. I need to do it every day. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't like this stuff of like. I think they mean like trying oh, I something do this once new, a year like or, like bungee jump. Like I don't want a bunch of jump. Like stuff nope. like that. Like try something new like that. Here's the other thing. I know myself pretty well at mm-hmm. this point. Okay. I know there are things I'm not going to enjoy. So like. Well, you don't even enjoy barbecue. I don't even have to try them. So I just I feel like you just I don't know what you actually enjoy. Like what? Maybe that's a shorter list. Hmm. The things that like you do enjoy. All right, moving on. (laughs) Discover something new. I think it's a racket. Um, Number 10, keep a great life journal. Never a racket. Oh, yeah. And if you're in a journal and you might be in the 5 a.m. call, just saying. Yeah. Well, I think that goes on to many, many, many things. The journal, the great life. I don't know why they call it the great life. What does that mean? What was the, what's the, what's the shtick behind the great life? Only people with a journal have a great life. Oh, okay. Okay, doke. Okay. Not a racket. All right. Uh, racket number three. That that checklist is pretty cool, and there's they, they go into more details than just the, the 10 topics. Uh, we're going to link that up as we always do. If you're on YouTube, you'll be able to find all these article links, as well as racket number three, a link out to the Tom Ferry podcast, which we want to give a quick review to. Our fourth review leading up to uh, the people we're competing with for mm-hmm. the Inman Innovator Podcast Award coming the end of this month mm-hmm. at their Inman Connect in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. So, Tom Ferry Podcast, have you listened to it? What do you think about it? So what I are en- your thoughts? I enjoy Tom uh, mostly because he's always very uplifting. So it's ne- his his voice is never stagnant. His He's never in a down mood. He's There's tons of energy. So even if it's a topic that maybe I'm not necessarily interested in, in he's very good at engaging and wanting you to listen or at least listening to parts at least if anything you just sort of swap your mindset and from being like meh to like whoa like yeah gosh turn your life on i never realized ness but if you go to and we're, this is what we're linking up tomferry.com forward slash podcast the way he has his podcast set up on his website is really really beautiful yeah you like the time it's like yeah, a timeline dude it is really good i haven't seen one quite like this mm-hmm. set up in this way yeah well, dude, would you admit especially on a desktop this is really fantastic it's beautiful it's a timeline you might want to scroll on that uh suave yeah do a little scrolling on on how it looks on a desktop it looks really good he probably ha- he probably has a person here's what's great about tom's podcast he interviews so many different people he's yeah. got He's got DJ on here from a June 19th post. DJ, my boy from Jacksonville in the Ville, he's running a sales team like we are. Mm-hmm. So just a reg, you know, not a regular, he's a top real estate agent, mm-hmm. but a real estate agent sales 
And then the next one on June, the one before that on June 12th, he's got Gino um, Belfari from uh, Berkshire Hathaway. So like a, one of the top three or four guys from mm-hmm. BHHS. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got Jason Pantana, who we know, Jason. Mm-hmm. All of the Jason Pantana content is absolutely must listen to stuff if you mm-hmm. want to dig into some of the weeds of real estate mm-hmm. marketing. Uh, some of the tips and tricks there. He has Jason on quite a bit, actually. He's got Jason on quite yeah. a bit. Uh, Jason's dynamic. Uh, hmm. Tiffany Bova. You're just a Tom lover. So Tiffany Bova is, I forget exactly, where the heck was she? Do you remember? Um, oh, what the heck? Oh, wasn't Anyway, she, she's wasn't not real she, estate at all. She was at the summit. Yeah, wasn't she at last year's she, summit? She, she spoke at something that we were at. Uh, just wrote a book. Uh, Salesforce, that's where she was from. Anyway. So he has all these these different, and it's easy for Tom Ferry, one, being in Southern California, two, being Tom fucking Ferry, to get really good, amazing guests. Yeah. But he doesn't just stick to like the big names like a Tiffany Bobo who just dropped a book or the bigger names in real estate. He goes all the way down to the real estate agent level and, and really brings in a good, diverse group. If you're a new agent or an experienced agent, the Tom Ferry show where he's giving you some type of a hack. If you're a new agent, it should be mandatory you listen to it every single week. Like, just mandatory. And, and for an experienced agent, digging into some of these higher-level interviews and podcasts where they can go deep on some stuff, it is absolutely, I think, critical to your business. And uh, he will 100% bring you information that's a little bit ahead of the curve. That's two or three months before you start hearing everybody else talk about it. So I enjoy his energy. Yeah. I definitely, especially because I'm not a great listener. Um, I mean, I listen, but like, it, I love his energy. It's And his energy is the same. Every single time. In person, on camera. Yeah. He brings it, uh, makes people feel really good. I have to say, so we met him. We did a podcast with him. Episode and, 67. Yeah, Check and this it out. is really the first time that I've ever obviously sat down with him like one-on-one and although we were doing a podcast and he it's interesting because it's he's much he's like in person it's 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 so much more um genuine not to say that he's not genuine on his podcast it's just sometimes like you're listening and you're just like there's no way that this guy like this is just like he's pushing but like when you're sitting with him it's like 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 the first time let me ask you this the first time you ever heard tom ferry did you think he was inauthentic and salesy and that I kind of thing? I didn't think he was salesy. It was just, it was too like pitchy for me. Like I, I'm, I'm sure he probably took a bunch of like classes when he first started, like on like public speaking and like. I don't think he, well, I don't I, know. That That's it. I wish we asked him that yeah. because I don't know if he did or didn't. My guess would be that he didn't. Oh, see, my, I felt like, I felt like there was part of like, because you do, you have, if you're going to be on stage, you know, you have to know I think transitions and like punches and endings and ups and downs. I mean, I think he's been around so many people, his father, sure. you know, yes. the Jim Rohn tree, Tony Robbins, those types of guys that he really. Yeah. So you when know. you're watching, yeah, there are some times where not that I don't think that he is genuinely concerned for his viewer, but like, I feel like sometimes maybe like he has to like push it because that's mm-hmm. just what he is. But when you meet him there, it's like, the amount of first names the dude remembers is so unbelievable. And that tells me how authentic he really is because he takes the time. Even if you're just good at memorization, he's taking the time to make sure yeah. he remembers people's first names at a ridiculous level like yeah. I've never seen before. I think, and in all honesty, I think where that comes from is he has a very 
um, strong and stable like foundation. Like he loves his wife. Like his, his wife is very supportive. Is real. So he has the ability to be so confident. Again, we going back to arrogant where he's not arrogant. Where like I think it's easier to to sort of engage with people when you're not sort of playing your own head game of like, oh my goodness, am I wearing the same right thing? Or like, are they yeah. gonna like judge me? Like he just he feels so comfortable in his own skin, what he's doing and what he's providing that it I, it's it's easy for him to then like like want to and 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 learn about other people because he just is like no doubt he's, he's just cool with himself yeah yeah so totally in on the tom ferry podcast uh certainly one of my top five i'd say podcasts in in or out of real estate anything mm-hmm. right yeah I, he's one of the four or five uh ones that i choose to listen to on a regular basis so yeah um, that would be that we're looking forward again as we climb up to the Inman Innovator Awards to do some more of these and knock these uh, reviews out before the end of July love to leave a comment any feelings you had on purple bricks what you're doing to keep sane this summer <laughs> or if you've listened to the Tom Ferry podcast Especially yourself with your kids home oh my gosh right home all, all summer long all summer so leave us a comment, throw us a like. Really appreciate you guys and looking forward to seeing you next week. Till then, keep it real. Bye, guys.